resellers, redistribution specialists, or whatever you identify as. Welcome to episode 136 of eBay the Right Way, our little reselling community here in podcast land. My guest today is Valerie in Texas. No announcements this week, so we will jump right in. Welcome back, listeners. I have a fun guest. Not that other guests haven't been fun, but um, (laughs) Valerie has a great sense of humor. So um, where are you located, Valerie? We are in Lynchburg, Virginia, right there in the central, right there in the middle of Virginia. That's where we are. My husband is a pastor here. Uh, We've been here for about five years now. So yeah. Okay, great. Well, um, I just interviewed Julie and her husband's a pastor. So okay. I I remember a Virginia, a Virginia one. You can edit that out. (laughs) That's okay. No problem. Um, so apparently reselling is a great side hustle for the pastor's family because you have to be on call for things and you're always busy and I hadn't thought about that. I know it works great for teachers and nurses and stay-at-home parents and all that, but now we're seeing this um, group of pastors' families. <laughs> so. yeah, it, yeah, it's crazy because actually when we moved here and we moved here in 2019, right before the pandemic, like we were here for about six months and then the pandemic happened. So that was fun. A whole new thing to navigate as pastors for everybody, but pastors were crazy too. It was just crazy. Right. But my friend, who is the assistant pastor's wife, she's been doing eBay. And you might want to talk to her sometimes. She actually is the one that got me into you, told me to, to watch all of your uh podcasts, your you know, YouTube. I was that's where I was going. I was learning everything about you. She's amazing. She did her adoption. She like through eBay, like she was able to raise the funds through selling on eBay. She has so she didn't stuff. buy her child on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> She yeah, raised no, the money she no, needed. No, let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I knew you had a great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. No, she used eBay to raise funds and she was able to do it mostly through that. And she has a beautiful story with that. Um, but she was always telling me about all of her great deals. And I've always loved good deals, but I was always just like, I don't know, it seems like a lot of work. But then, you know, the pandemic happened and I, and I saw her, she's like, things are even getting crazier. Like, you know, that, that boom where everybody was talking about how eBay just exploded and all the reasons. Everybody's at home, right? Yeah. So I actually finally started in August, 2020. That's when I started. And okay. so it was a little bit after the whole like initial, but it was still a good time to get in on it. And just the first few sales and I was hooked or like, I was like, oh, I love it. <laughs> like I couldn't, I loved it. It so was fun. You've got three years under your belt. Yeah. Of reselling. Yeah. So I'd say you're pretty established. Yep. Um, so let's, where did you get stuff to sell? Were you getting it from people you knew or garage sales or when I'm you definitely. started? So I definitely did garage sales, but I also did Goodwill. And I guess Goodwill must've been opened again at that time. Cause I was, I was trying to remember everything. 
So Goodwill's had opened back up because that's where I first got my my very first sales because I was thinking about, I was trying to remember my very first sale on eBay and it was actually a Subaru part that I found at Goodwill for $7 and it sold for, I think, $78. And uh, yeah, so that was like my first thing. It was like a big box and I was like, oh no, it's my first big box I had called my friend. And I was like, I'm stressed about the shipping, you know, because like once you figure out the shipping, if, if you know the shipping to me was what was the scariest. I was like, I cannot do this. This is going to be crazy. That's but, everybody. Everybody yeah. who starts yep. um, is you know that's what I'm worried about. Is yep. they worry about it before they even list anything, or <laughs> they don't think about it and they're like, oh no, this sold. What do I do? <laughs> and she just walked me through. It. She's like, it's fine. And actually, it had it came in a box. I'm like, is it okay to ship it in the box? She's like, yeah, it's fine because it was just a yeah. A car part. So yeah, and that was exciting. That was my first, my first official sale on eBay was a car part, which is so hilarious. are you an auto mechanic on the side? No, I'm not. It was just a random <laughs> thing that I picked up because I remember probably seeing and with some of the groups that you know, OEM parts, you know, they'll sell, they sell, they sell well. And it was just seven dollars at Goodwill. And my husband had been out with me and he was like, you know, we learned how to look at the solds and stuff before we really even started listing. And uh yeah, so he was looking. And then I ended up finding like the same day I had found like a pair of Giuseppe Zanotti, I think is what it is, some kind of designer brand that I didn't even know about. And I found those at Goodwill for $5 that day. And I sold them in like a week for 99 And I was super excited about that. Yeah, so like, it was just definitely to get you hooked. If you can like, sell fun, beautiful shoes, yep. I mean, what woman doesn't like to buy shoes and then you can make money on those and then use that money to buy some shoes you can keep for yourself. Yep. Yep. I know. I love it. That's what I do. I I love buying the stuff for myself and then reselling it, which I know you do. And I've heard you say that you have stuff in your closet that's for sale that you wear until it sells. So that's, that's a great, I love that. We do that too. I was thinking about since I'm listing Halloween stuff because it's, you know, close. And I was like, I always pull out our old stuff and we list it and we always sell it. And then I take that money and buy what we need used, usually from eBay or Posh or whatever I can find it on. But we just flip it. And most of the time, especially like the, I had this Lightning McQueen like car, Pottery Barn for Charlie, my son. And that and is I, from the Disney movie Cars. Yes. For those so that had, aren't plugged into Disney movies. Yes. <laughs> he was like obsessed. So I looked and looked. For that, and I found it on eBay for really cheap. I think I had found it when somebody had just put it on, and it was thirty dollars. And people were reselling them for like ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed that as soon as I saw it, and then he wore it. The next year, I sold it for ninety nine. So like he wore it, and we made money. So that was like I love this. Like, Don't you like, love that? And yeah, I I buy all my clothes when I'm out thrifting, yep. and if it doesn't fit, I'll just sell it for two, three, four times what I paid for it. It's fine. You know, I I don't worry about returning stuff and I won't even go into a retail store to buy clothes anymore because since COVID half the time, they don't have anything, you know, they'll have a size zero and a size 16 and like nothing in between. And you can't, you can't depend on going into a retail store for them having what you need anymore. Right. Um, You go into a thrift store and it's, you know, 90% clothing, you can find stuff brand new with tags and pay three or $4 for it. So why not? That's what, that's, that's the only way to live. I only buy stuff 
for way cheap. Like I hardly ever go into retail stores either. Like I just, I can't do it. So were you, um, were you raised with parents who thrifted and were bargain hunters? Well, we were raised, so like they didn't have money. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but, um, so we, I never really like had like the best of of things, but we didn't do, we didn't shop a whole lot, which is crazy. Cause like, I love, I love clothes and I love things, but, um, yeah, they were, they were frugal though, like, cause they had to be. So, right. um, so actually probably though, I learned so much more about being frugal with my husband, who is like the ultimate, he's Dave Ramsey Jr. <laughs> so that's what I feel like he is just, he's, he's a wizard. He's a wizard with money. He really is. So like, He's taught me so much about money. So I, you know, I just, I love, I love saving money. I love, I love being frugal when I make decisions for our family. So then I can, we can splurge on other things. Like, you know, yeah. like we can, we're going to Greece in April, Josh and I. Oh, from, nice. We've never done that. And it's from being able to do like this reselling thing that I do. And it's, it's added, it has added a lot to our lives. That's so I, I well, a lot of people who get into eBay say, oh, yeah, my my mom was a diehard thrifter. I grew up watching her do it and helping her do it. Or um, parents, grandparents owned an antique store. And so they were around it and they just know a lot of this. And then there's people like us that just kind of figured it out and put the thrifting stuff with eBay and just married those two together and like, wow, what a great combination. So um, good for you. Now, Greece is on my list of places I want to go one day. Um, So did you say you have kids? Yes, we have three. We have a, uh, let's see, my oldest, her birthday is this weekend. She'll be 12. And then I have a 10-year-old little girl and then a four-year-old boy. Okay. So the kids won't be joining you on that trip no you know they're not we have never taken a trip for ourselves like this so we're very excited yeah it's good for it's you yeah yeah do excited. it do it don't put it off good for yeah, you we've done with me and stuff with them and i'm like we need to take a trip for just us so yeah we're yes excited. you do good for you okay um so you've got kids in the growing stages do you sell their outgrown toys and clothes and all that Yep, we do. We actually, um, a lot of times I'll let them have the money because if they're, they're wanting to get something like usually do it probably during the summer, usually is we, we clean out stuff. I'm like, why don't you guys get together? Cause you know, you know, like the little small things, they're just everywhere. And I'm like, guys, we can bundle these all up together and sell them as like junk drawer toys, you know, like, and that Mm -hmm. they've, they've made money doing that. So we just get everything together in piles and we kind of separate it, like just randomly really I don't know there's not even a rhyme or reason sometimes it's just a bunch of like odds and ends and like I, I'll just advertise it as a drunk toy lot and people buy them and they're usually like $25 but that's $25 for them to put towards something that they want so and I like it because it's teaching them you know a little bit about it they want to do it they ask me like can I please but I'm I don't know I probably should let them do it more but I'm like Guys, no, because the pictures have to come out. You have to be able to take the pictures well, and then I'm going to have to go back and redo it, which is probably not good. <laughs> but that, you know, so I kind of like get in there and try to control things. But I need to let, I probably need to let them do it, especially my 12 year old. Like she's at the point now, she probably can take better pictures than me, really. So she, she could do it. <laughs> so, well, and I yeah. love how eBay 
teaches kids how to be resourceful. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have this thing over here that I'm not using and that can help pay for something I want now. And you get them in the habit of that early. So it is a habit. It's a lifestyle. It's not like bye, 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 all this stuff. And then your house is overrun with 4 million toys and most of them aren't even being touched. Exactly. Um, That is definitely being frugal. Yes. Yes. Good for you. We do that, not to say that our house still isn't overrun with toys that don't get touched. <laughs> like, we still well, need. you do the best you can, but you're, you always the- have your, your eBay glasses on where you're like looking around. Oh, okay. We're not using like that. that. That doesn't fit you anymore. And I guess with the girls, the clothes get passed down to the second girl. Yeah. But- clothes. It's not a lot of clothes. It's a lot of just like, just like I said, we just put stuff together and sell it as lots. And that's pretty much with the kids stuff. That's that's what we do. Or we have yard sales for the big, huge items that yeah, take right that you so, don't want to do. You don't want to ship that. So yeah. let's talk about some other things that you've sold. All right, yeah, I have so many. I was trying to. I was like going that like through my. You know, you have like your greatest, your greatest hits album, and you're like, what am right. I? <laughs> right. So um, I was thinking, probably like my most favorite thing that I've ever sold is a Ralph Lauren um, Paisley, like a vintage Paisley set that I found at Goodwill. And it was the comforter. I mean, it was the full set. It was the comforter, the sheets, the pillowcases, like all four pillowcase shams. Um, Then it had curtains. And I'm talking like, I think it was like 12 curtain panels with all the tie backs and then like eight valances. It was crazy. Okay. So like the the comforter was not in they had they have these big huge um like bins where they just throw all like sheets and pillowcases yeah and, like stuff like that so they would sell those for a dollar so i start looking at it i almost passed it up because i thought they were ugly because they just not my style but you know then i'm like oh wait that's ralph lauren and i started looking at it and i'm like oh no we're getting these so i just start piling them in and i'm like oh my, there's so many and then i look over and the comforter was hanging there and i was like and it was twelve dollars and I didn't run any comps. I'm not really, I don't really like to run comps in the store. That's just my preference. I just don't like doing that. But um, yeah, I totally I mean, get tons it. Do. Tons of people do. There's people, you know, with their phones everywhere doing it. But so I was just like, oh, I know it's Ralph Lauren. I'll definitely make money back. Well, then I get home and I start running comps and it was crazy. And um, I think, I mean, and stuff was just selling. I mean, I split it all up because I'm like, you know, I'll make more if I split it up. So I did like, you know, two... I think six, it was like six curtains, listings, all the balances. It was a bunch. By the end of it, it was over $800 in sales. Yes. And it was crazy. Do you remember so that, the pattern name? It was, I don't. Do you remember and what I, it looked like? It was Paisley it was, and it had like the jewel tones. It was like brown, burgundy, green. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And I think I list, I think I post, I kept posting about it like every week because it was like a few weeks and I would be like on money making Mondays and I'd be like, right. oh, and like I was so excited. Yeah, I was so, like, oh, she sold some more of that. And there's that, another one. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I had so many. Um, but that was just like it was yeah, it was over eight hundred dollars in sales. I was like, that is insane. And so but, what do you think your initial investment was? Like twenty, thirty. So, yeah, it was twenty-four dollars all in. Okay. Yeah, twenty four dollars, and it was. I think it was like eight hundred and twenty some dollars was the profit. That's so outstanding. Good for you. And then um, another favorite that I had was a true religion hat, 
which I didn't know anything about true religion. This is when I first got started and it was Goodwill had dollar hats, you know, so I mm-hmm. always look at the hats because you just, I like the vintage hats. Then I saw that one. I'm like, true religion. I think that's a good brand, which I mean, you know, it's kind of oversaturated now and, and died down, but I threw it in there. It was probably, yeah, I just didn't know. So I like, I got home and it was like all distressed. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is going to sell. I couldn't <laughs> find comps. Well, then I'm like looking and I found other comps that were kind of like it. And they were like $150. I'm like, what? I don't know. So then I just took a chance. I'm like, I'm going to solicit for $129.99 and just see what happens. It sold in five minutes. You are kidding. $129. I started getting messages within 10 minutes saying, I'll give you $250. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, no, I have to honor this. Like, no, I can't. Right. You've already committed to the last just like, And then I could, because I couldn't find the comps. And then I was like, look it up. I'm like, why are, why are you people offering? Like, why didn't I see this? Well, then I started looking more and I did find some more comps that were like 179 and 200 that weren't exactly the same. So it was just like, it was learning, but I was just like, my word. So it was a hundred, it was $1 to $129 in five minutes. I remember I texted my husband, I was in bed because I was like listing in bed and I was like, I just listed this five minutes ago and it sold and it sold for 129. And I was like freaking out. So it was, it was crazy. So that was like another favorite. That so. keeps you hooked on yep. eBay. Um, yep when something like that happens and I love that, well, at this point in time today, Goodwill hats are a dollar. Oh, the, um, are they still? Well, they are where I am. Yeah. Maybe not where everyone is, but like I remember in Atlanta, they were like three or $4, but so far so good here um, until Goodwill in South Carolina listens to this podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but no, they have so many like, they're not going to sell them if they that's keep raising the prices. So they can't jack the prices up on everything. That's what I don't understand about sometimes the thrift store gouging. I'm like, I know you guys are watching, you know, the resellers make all this money, but you're at this small place. Like, you know, okay, if you want to be eBay, then put yourself on eBay, but you're not eBay, you know, like. Yeah, they are doing. Yeah, um, I've do. seen job postings like on their window when you walk in the door what they're hiring for. And a lot of times it's the e-commerce specialist where you're the person who lists things, but still they have to know what to pick to list because it's constantly changing. Like would they have known that true religion almost destroyed looking hat? Yeah. (laughs) Sell for so much. Like they have their preconceived notions. I don't know what kind of research they do, how, long they research something because if you think about that intake room it's always overflowing and they've got to get that stuff out there on the floor so it can sell they can't have people sitting back there all day researching every single thing yeah that's what i say you you have so much stuff guys like you're not gonna be able to keep up with all this like you're getting so much every day like just get rid of it you know like just well and i mentioned this before but now all of our goodwills have gone to this pricing system for the hard goods. I call it the stuff in the back where um, like part of the week, everything's $4. I don't care what it is, toys, kitchen stuff, whatever. And then it drops $2 on Friday and then a dollar on Saturday and then 50 cents on Sunday. So, um, which I think is ridiculous because People aren't going to buy it for $4. They're going to wait till Saturday or Sunday. And then you have a mob scene back there of everybody trying to buy stuff. But yeah. 
Um, I don't think it's going to work. I think it's they're going to have to change that back because um, like who's going to pay four dollars for a coffee cup when you yeah. know you can get it for 50 oh, cents on a different day? Yeah. I don't like it. Crazy. That is crazy because like, I mean, that used to be like what, five for a dollar for like glassware? I think every like five for a dollar. Like, state is different. I mean, I, I used to see things for ten cents, and yeah. I was actually talking to another customer in line the other day, and she says, "I quit donating to Goodwill. I'll shop here, but I'm not donating because they're just they're just too greedy." So she was I talking agree. about <laughs> I don't, like I, don't. I donated to the animal shelter thrift store or something else, you know, where they're not so greedy and. Um, that's what's happened is, um, you know, and when you're yeah. greedy, that's when you get in trouble. That goes I for agree. anything. <laughs> so I agree. I feel very like, I feel very much the same. I pretty much always, I do shop at Goodwill because it's all, we don't have a lot of thrift, thrift stores here. Right. Um, we have a lot, I mean, there's like six Goodwills in our area and there's tons of resellers in it, but it's, it's all that we really have there. Um, I know you're from South Carolina. I was in Seneca, South Carolina. Okay. For, yeah, for right before we moved here. So we were there for four years. He was pastor. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's about yeah. 45 minutes from me. Yeah. Yep. So he loved it there. Um, but there's so many thrift stores in South Carolina. I mean, so many. And I'm like, that aren't just Goodwill. So I was like, right. oh, I wish I would have done reselling while I was in South Carolina. Because like within a mile where I lived, I'm, I remember I was like counting. I was like, there was like six. And I'm like, how much stuff did I miss? You know, so. I, you can't get to them all. There's so, too many. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I would much rather give my give my donations to people that are like, you know, like little little thrift stores that are trying to make it over the big corporation. Like the hospice thrift store. And then there's um, Miracle Hill, which is the it's a church kind of thrift store. Just places like that where corporate greed is not involved. Yep, I agree. Okay, moving on from that topic. Um, <laughs> what else is on your list? All right, let me think. So, okay, I have a Madewell coat that I got from our Goodwill here. It was $8. And it was actually, I, gave, I got home because it was a leather. It was a leather coat because I don't get a lot of Madewell because I know sometimes it can be over, like oversaturated. But right. um, it was just a really nice, I could tell, like, I liked it. I was like, I'm going to keep this for myself. Well, then I got home and was looking at the comps and it was leather. And it was really nice. And then I found out it was from a movie. I think it was Black Widow, one that Scarlett Johansson was in. Okay. And I, um, it was the same one that she wore in the coat. And I actually put that in the listing and I sold it for $259 within three days. Oh my gosh. And so... Cause I had saw that in the, you know, when you look up the souls, I found one that was like that. And I was like, well, I'm going to do that. Cause there were others that hadn't sold yet and they were up there, but putting that black widow in the title, I think helped. And it sold within three days for two fifty nine. So I paid $8. Oh like, my gosh. That is a good word. And, and you're right. I love when these clothing items are in specific movies or TV shows. And um, that, yeah. that increases the value. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just crazy because it was just, yeah, like I didn't know. I just like, oh, this is cute. This is a nice leather. You know, you just pick stuff up sometimes that is just nice. You can tell it's nice quality. So you pick it up. And, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. You nice. can tell by the way it feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just intuitive, obviously, because you know what a cheapo one feels like. And then you feel like leather that's just that 
beautiful, buttery, soft leather. It's like, okay, this is, this is not pleather, right? The fake, I call it pretend leather. I think it's like polyurethane, but I call it pretend leather, pleather, leather. It's like peels and flicks off. And it's like, yeah, fake, no good. Okay. Brand was made well for people that are learning clothing brands. Okay. Yeah. That's that's like a step up from J. Crew. They're owned by J. Crew. So I think yes. it's made well from J. Crew. I think that's how it goes. It's kind of along the lines of anthropology. Yeah. Uh, some of their stuff is really trendy looking. And then some of it is really plain looking. It's just um, made well. <laughs> yep. It is. It is. So yeah. Always, yeah. I'd say it coats, especially like jackets, made well jackets and like their staple pieces. I think jeans, made well jeans usually sell pretty well. I think. From what I remember, I have sold several pair of Maywell jeans, so they they do pretty good. But then I know sometimes things get saturated. You know, it's like as we find out, everybody starts listing their stuff and it kind of slows down. It feels like. Well, so and the- I, I don't think it's so much like all the online resellers yeah. telling everybody what to sell. Because, I mean, you got to be able to find it. Right. Unlike supply and demand, you know, you something yeah. first is in that introductory stage and it catches on. Um, everybody wants it because mm-hmm. the hardest is to find the more people want it and the more they'll pay. And then it, it gets to the maturity cycle of the, you know, product life cycle thing. And um, it's not so hard to find like right. every product. If you think back, like Crocs is a good example. When that first came out, they weren't everywhere. Yeah. Now they're everywhere. There's all these, off brand copies um yeah. and like no big deal unless it's just something special you know a special collaboration or a special edition or something um but yeah everything went through vineyard vines went through that yeah. it's just it was a new newer on the scene and yeah. now it's kind of everywhere <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because then you have to like retrain your reseller brain. Be like, nope, this is not working anymore. So put that down. You don't need it. Yes, it worked two years ago. It's not working now. Put it down. I have a problem with that. Just like everybody else. Like, oh, you just grab it because you know, but then like, okay, wait a minute. Why am I buying this? I have 10 of them and they're not selling. So I need to find like, what's the next product that is sort of new on the scene? And in short supply, yep. because you you can't really count on like in fashion, like, yes, there's a lot of vintage fashion that has come back or will never go out of style. Like St. John, St. John, yep. that that's going to be a thing forever because it's very yep. well made. But um, you just can't count on something lasting forever anymore. Right. So, I, OK, I what else do you have? Right, I have a whole list here. Let's go back. Oh, I this. This is really cool. Cause so as you can see, I'm kind of like all over, like, I don't have like a niche. I kind of just bounce around the whatever I'm like, it's always like a yard sale on my eBay. It looks like a yard sale. Like you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So flea market, we have flea market here that I do love to go to. And uh, so I went and there's this one guy that I absolutely love. He's a little hippie. I love him so much. He has his big old green band. He's amazing. But anyways, I go to him all the time and wheel and deal with him. But he had like this huge box 
uh, almost probably like a like a big boot box, I mean like a shoe boot box, and it was full of recipes. And some of them were handwritten, and some of them were just like just toss in there and just cuttings. And I was like, "How much do you want for these?" Because I think I had saw somewhere that you know the recipes do okay. So I was like, "How much?" And he was like, "Oh, you can have those." I was like, "Really?" I was like, "All right, I think you know." So like I did. Okay, so I listed them. I broke up in lots. They were probably like 400 recipes. I broke them up in lots. I was like just handwritten. And I was looking at comps, like, you know, even putting like a state in them, things like that. Just to, And I sold the first lot within like a day or two. I think it was like two days. And it was the first lot was 75. And then it was like another lot sold like a couple of days later for like 60. I think it was an offer of like 60. I mean, all in, I had over $350 made from those box of recipes and I was just like this is insane you know That's so fantastic now were they just handwritten on like three by five cards yeah some of them yeah some of them and then there was clippings so like I would I just mix them up some of them I listed like I took because some of them look like obvious sets that somebody had written out that they were obvious sets that somebody had and they just so I listed them you know I took those as a lot and listed them and then some of them were just like the clippings and I, and some of them were handwritten, just pieces of paper. And I just put that in there, like handwritten clippings. Like I just wrote that out in the listing and yeah, they all were just selling for great. I think it was like five, five lots, I think is about what it was. So five lots, $350 from a free box of <laughs> recipes. And I wonder, are people doing something specific with these other than just that. being interested that they're old? And they're handwritten, probably some in cursive. Yeah. Uh, like, are people putting them in books, like make scrapbooks? Or are they just using them? Are they just sick of the internet? Like, what? What are people? I don't know. That's what I was trying. I try to figure out. You know, when I'm looking, I was looking through them, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool. I feel like this is like what, what my grandma used to make." And I'm like, "Are these people looking for a recipe, like a certain recipe, or is it somebody that loves to cook and they're just trying like new things?" Because I was thinking we should pick some of these recipes and just make some like just for fun, you know, and yes. I'm not really have any interest. So I'm like, so there probably are people that just like to do these kinds of things. I mean, I don't know. Well, and I'm a Gen Xer. I was born in 1966 and I have tried recipes like having it on my phone or having it on my laptop in the kitchen. And I just don't like it. I just like to look at that piece of paper and yes, it gets food splatters yeah. and it gets old looking. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about like pulling out my mother's recipe for carrot cake and remembering her make it. Obviously, if you buy somebody else's recipes, you're not going to have that memory. Uh, well, I mean, like if it was a specific dish, but um, so I have, I am putting all my recipes like that my kids like on Google Drive on a shared folder. So like they can have them and yeah. stuff, but when I'm cooking, I just, I just prefer to look at a piece of paper. I don't know if that's just the way my brain works or what. I'm the same way. I'm a millennial. So I, I just, I just prefer it. Cause I don't like having to have, I'm a messy cook. So then I got stuff on my hands. I'm trying to like scroll on my phone. That's and my, exactly my, right. Like, how are you supposed to, oh, my laptop went to sleep. Now I got to wake it up and I got stuff all over my hands. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would much rather look at like a recipe book or a, or one of those cards. I'm very much like that too. So, wow. okay, well, good to know. So that um, you're a progressive millennial, then. If you're not, <laughs> you're rejecting technology in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess maybe that's funny. <laughs> uh, another thing that was cool is 
uh, a five-star binder that I got, which, you know, remember those, I had those when I was little, everybody wanted five-star. So I found it and I was like, oh, this is cool. Just nostalgic really for me. I didn't look up comps. Well, I think it, it wasn't worth that much. I think it, I put it on there for $49.99, but it sold. And then I was like looking at the, um, you know, I was going to put the label on and it was going to Pretty Little Liars set. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, you're yeah. kidding. No. So that was exciting. I was like, oh, that's so cool. So I don't know if they use it for like a flashback scene or something. I don't know. But I was just like, oh, that's cool. Well, I knew the Trapper Keepers, which is what we had in the 80s, were a thing. I didn't realize the five stars. Five star. It was just one that I had got. It wasn't like, I think I paid like two bucks for it and sold for 50. So it was like, you know, it was decent. It's pretty good. Hey, yeah, can't <laughs> complain about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's really yeah, not going to break. You don't have to right. like. It's not clothing. It probably wouldn't be returned. All that good stuff. Right. We like. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was so I thought that was that was just a neat one. I was like, because I've seen people say, you know, that stuff goes to movie sets, and I'm like, oh, this literally says Pretty Little Liars, and I was like, oh, that's oh, cool. that is great. I bet that made your day. Yeah, it was so cool. And then oh, another thing that I like to do is like if I accidentally like go to throw something out and then look it up and it's like a surprise and you're like, oh, so I had someone gave me actually it was the um, you're probably going to know. I don't know why it slipped in my mind. The the Christmas villages that are like the really popular ones. Department 56. Yeah, there you go. I had somebody give me their whole entire set and it was massive and I feel bad, but I sold them all. But, don't feel bad but in the huge boxes of stuff um was a like these hooks these hook looking things I'm like what are these they're just like these little wooden hooks they had like these little balls on the end I didn't know what they were I'm like I'm just gonna put that in the give to Goodwill pile and uh so then I'm like I just took a picture of them and did Google Lens, and then I found them. They came up as LL Bean Christmas stocking, like the hook. They're like hooks that you put in the fireplace, but they're strange looking because they don't look like normal hooks. Anyways, so then I was like, oh, like a flat part on the top where you rest it on the mantle. It's almost like a like a curved L almost. It was like not like a. So I don't know how they. I still to this day I can't figure out how they hang them. So but it wasn't it, obvious how they attach it to the mantle. Not to me. Anyways, okay, I, okay. I can out. see where that would be confusing then. Yeah. So I found that they were LLB and I they were going for good money. And I was like, oh, so I listed them for $79.99 and there was eight of them and they sold within two days. Well, it's full price, no questions, it's full price. And I was like, I must do this in the trash. <laughs> like, you know, like no. You got to check everything. I know you do. It's just like th things that you learn along the way. It's just crazy. Cause then I, um, this is kind of a, on my side gig. I do, um, whatnot. And I actually sell luxury on whatnot. Yeah. I so, wanted to hear about that. Yeah. So I branched off from that, but that was another thing. I sell scarves is my specialty, like Hermes and Chanel and those kinds of scarves is what I sell. So, um, Anyway, I get them in lots internationally. I source them internationally and I get them in lots. And so sometimes like I go through initially and like I can tell like at this point, I'm good at telling if, if they're fake or if they're just not anything. So I just make piles immediately. And I threw one in a pile that was really pretty, but I was like, I don't have time to look for that. Anyway, so I threw it over there. and was like, oh, look, I'll get to that later. Well, then I was like, I have these things where I say I have clear out shows of my like throwaway things. So then I'm going through that again to look at it. And there was a really beautiful it was the beautiful it was it had deer on it and I'm looking at it closely I'm like that says Hermes I'm like it's a I could tell it was an old one 
I'm like, I don't know. So then I start doing all this research and I found out it was from the 60s. It's a very rare piece. And they can go, they are sold, they're sold uh, for $800. So I almost like go for a dollar. But uh, I have a, a lady that is actually a client now that I kind of work with off just this by myself now, but she, she got it. She paid $500 for it and had it framed, but it was one that I almost threw out. It just be like the pre-trash box. Like yeah. I'm thinking about throwing this away, but I need to evaluate it first. Yep. That's what I you do. You have all these different boxes of the, the stage something's in like need to be researched. Okay. Researched. Or maybe I should check this again. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what I do now, especially. So yeah, the, on whatnot, it's it's been interesting because that's my primary focus now is whatnot. Because I've heard you talk about how you like to get rid of things fast now, like you like. So if you like that, then you would love whatnot because well, you get rid of. Can you do of- a quick tutorial on how it works? Yes, I, I think so. So like first, it's just all it's on an app. You can, um, if you share it, then you could say, you know, here's the link to whatnot. And then if they click on it to them, you get $10 on the first purchase and they'll get $10 off the first purchase. And there's every, okay, so I'll go back into explaining it. So you get the whatnot app and you, um, every category, I mean, any category imaginable. So have you been on at all? I thought it was something tied to YouTube. No, whatnot is a, it is a live selling, it's live selling okay. style. Okay. So you get on there and you're just like, you would do, like, if you're, if I'm on there, you're just watching me. I don't see you. You you can chat. You can okay. chat. With people. Okay. So it's like a live stream, but you're selling. Yes. And so you're part of the chat and I'm showing you like what I have. I'm like, here's an Hermes scarf that I got. You know, I usually have like the retail value is $500, but I'm crazy. And I start my stuff for a dollar. So like I will start it for a dollar and usually they'll sell for about $120. I usually have, depending on, depending on the lots, sometimes I source them individually so I can pay like $70 for them. But if I'm getting them in lots, I I can keep my margins very, very good, like $5 sometimes. So like if I'm selling it for 120, but then, so that's my first thing, but then you just go into the next one. So then usually I have about 40 items sold. So then by the end of the show, usually there's about $3,000 and you immediately can cash out. And so it's like a quick return, a quick flip. And yes, you will get more. Here's the, here's the thing is that you get more on your, on your products on eBay. You will, but you have to let them sit and, and, but, um, on whatnot, I've got addicted to the quick flip. So I like, I like getting them, getting them in and getting them out. Shipping's crazy because then you have like 40 boxes boxes to package up within two days. They, they I only, wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> I think you would like it because there's all kinds of categories. Every category is any categories on there pretty much. There's toys. I mean, every kinds of toys. There's um, like Funko Pops are huge on there. Um, Pokemon, that's all huge on there. But there's vintage. There's estate sales. There's luxury, there's mid-range, there's women's, there's men. I mean, every category, just like, you know, it's it's crazy. I keep saying like, this is going to end. eBay is going to buy them out and just shut them down. Like That's what I keep saying. So what people are going to want to know is how do you get found on whatnot so that people can even buy your stuff? Do you have to build an audience like Instagram and all that? Kind of. 
Kind of. Yes. So like, it's really just like you just scroll. So it's almost like you're on there and it's like, um, I was, I always say it's almost like being on TikTok because you just go next video, next video. Like if you're not interested, you can just scroll. Okay. Okay. And it's just people and, you know, it'll people just sell them whatever and you can click your interest. So like, yeah, I just didn't know anybody the first time I did it and just went on and, um, and now I did put it on like my Facebook and told people that I was going to do have my first show, but I didn't have anybody actually come that I knew, but you'll have people in there. And, um, and I say at the beginning, don't expect a lot, but mm-hmm. you will, you will grow. And, and it's just like, you just keep going and it's, and it's fun. I, I have, I started, I started this in March and I'm up to 4,000 followers now. And um, I average about 30 to 40 people in my shows. And Usually probably around um, like profit, like complete profit, usually around $1,200 per show. That's great. I just Googled quickly how many users are on whatnot. And it says two million. Um, two million is not bad. And then um, how popular is whatnot? Interest in whatnot grew 73% over the past year. And that's a 2023 stat. So yeah. um, people are are using it. What would you say the number one benefit is over eBay? Is it just how fast you can sell things? Yeah, for me, it is. Yes. It's how fast it is. And um, yeah, it's it's how fast it is and how much you can get at once. It's like you get that payout and you're like, oh, that's great. Because, you know, on eBay, you know, depending on how it's depending on how hard you grind on eBay, though, because like I don't I don't have a lot of a lot of time to to just list and list anymore because our kids are all involved in every sport. <laughs> We're just on the go, on the go, on the go. Yes. And that's why I like to take like three hours after they go to bed. I go on at night. I go on at like from like nine to like sometimes one a.m. Eastern time because California's right you know, behind. So I go on for three hours and get that quick flip. And usually I can do two nights a week. So that's a pretty good, it's really changed our, it's, it's changed a lot for us. So <laughs> do you do it on whatnot first? And then if it doesn't sell, then you put it on eBay? Yes. And you know, I have brands that I um, just get kind of killed on whatnot, like Etro scarves are like, they'll sell for like $4 on, they'll sell for $4 on whatnot. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is like a $150 scarf. It just went for Four dollars because some people some brands aren't as familiar, right. and then I'll put them on eBay. I've just been I pull those and I consistently sell those for sixty bucks. I mean, I could probably go higher, but like if I want that quick, you know, because now I've gotten so I just go a little lower and I just take that. So yeah, I can consistently sell them from like sixty to seventy. So I would imagine for people wanting to learn more, their best next step would be just to go on it, yep. watch some people selling stuff. Yep. Just see how all that works and give it a try. I mean, yeah. it can't be that complicated to learn. It's not. And I would say that um, also it's a good place to source. I've bought stuff like not really. Great idea. Yes, it is. I've bought stuff on there and I source and I flip it on eBay all the time. Like I, cause stuff is very cheap because I do. That's why that's, so that's, it's what's different about whatnot is I feel like people are coming there to get low, low deals. It's people that I feel like there's a lot of resellers on there. Okay. And 
That's why I think, I mean, 2 million is a small compared to eBay, you know, like that's absolutely, but that's, it's significant. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So, but people are on there getting, I mean, cause I'm talking about these brands, like all saints, good American, like they're going for like $4. It's crazy. It's crazy. So like, I, I do not shop anywhere anymore. Like it's all, it's so cheap. It's crazy. Well, thanks for that quick introduction because, you know, resellers are always looking for what's the next thing. And, you know, in my history, I tried Etsy. I couldn't really get traction there because I just didn't have enough specialty items. I did Amazon for years and then that got to be a rat race and it wasn't fun anymore. Um, There's Mercari, there's Ruby Lane, there's um, you can sell on Instagram too, right? I think so. And TikTok is doing it too now. Right. So like there's all these platforms and and for the listeners, um, you just have to see what works for you. What do you right. like? What's going to work for you and your product? Because, you know, Etsy was all the make it yourself stuff yeah. and vintage. So um, if you don't have those two things, it's not going to be for you. So right. uh, I appreciate that, that quick introduction. So yeah, do your homework and go check it out and see if that's something you want to try. And you're never going to know if it works unless you try it. So who knows? Maybe I'm going to try it. I don't know. I think you'd be great at it, actually. I promise you. I think anybody can do it. It's easy. All you need is a phone. I don't mind being on camera and holding up stuff and talking about it. Yeah, you'd be great at it. Honestly, you should you should do it. I'll look into that. Okay, well, we are getting to the end here. Um, do you have any final words? Did you want to answer one of those questions at the end? Sure, we can. I was thinking about it. I like um, I I love to read, but in this season, I haven't been able to read as much. So because yeah. I was like, what's my favorite? I haven't read a book and since vacation this summer. And I love to read, but that's not where I am. I'm I love um podcasts. I'm a true crime junkie. Like that's mm-hmm. that's my go-to. So like actually one of my favorite podcasts is called Going West. It's a it's a good one. Um it's just it's it's um just they talk about like cases new and old. It's fun. I love that. That's one I listen to probably the most. And then I love another one called Popcast and it's um just like pop culture and it's it's a it's a fun one because I like things that I don't really have to think about a lot because <laughs> I'm like I'm just listening yeah to with three just, kids yeah. and a busy husband and all this reselling you kind of need some um downtime where you're yep. not focused and concentrating everybody needs that so yep. okay well thanks for those suggestions um yep. it's been so fun meeting you and um so what are your plans for eBay just more of the same yeah probably so I um I that's one thing I was thinking about like I as I was as I listed and was looking back through like my greatest hits I was like oh I kind of miss <laughs> this I kind of miss this you know like some of this just like this is pure man like this 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 joy from like just getting this stuff is so fun so honestly it's kind of motivated me again to get back into this because I do have a great potential pile still in my garage that I need to go through. And um, yeah, so I'm probably going to keep doing, I'm probably going to keep doing both, honestly, um, as I can, as I can. And that's what I love about eBay is that, you know, in different seasons, there's seasons where I go hard and can be crazy and, you know, bring in crazy amounts. And then there's times where I can kind of cool off and 
stuff is still selling and that's what I love it. So yeah, yeah. I don't going to leave eBay anytime soon. That's everybody. You just have to do it at a pace that works for you in your life. And it changes over time. Like when your girls are older and driving and yep. going to have more time because you don't have to drive them everywhere. Right. Uh, so excellent. Well, it's been so fun to meet you and um, we will watch for more of your amazing sales on the Facebook group. I love, I love, I love posting there. I love reading that. That, that is so informative. I love that Monday, the Monday and the, and the super size sale. Like I love it so much. So do I. I can't wait to see it every week. Okay. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much, Valerie, for sharing all that great information. And if you want to check out Valerie's Whatnot channel, her username is Mommy Moves Val. I mean, she did say she starts her items out at $1. So maybe you could grab a few things to resell for profit on eBay. Just some food for thought. Moving on to today's trivia question. And I'll be honest with you, I had to look this one up because I wasn't sure what it meant. Valerie mentioned selling an automobile part and referred to it as an OEM part. What exactly does that mean? Here's some time to think about it. OEM stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer. The original manufacturer of the auto part sold. So like the original rear view mirror or sun visor that comes with a car when it was originally made. It hasn't been replaced. It is the original part. And yes, I am keeping this easy for those of us who are not mechanics and don't know what all those parts under the hood are called. OEM is used in many different industries, computers, electronics, kitchen appliances, anything that is manufactured with multiple parts. So the opposite would be aftermarket parts, which are replacement parts that are not made by the original equipment manufacturer, such as replacement windshield wipers on cars, consumables like printer ink, or maybe a new lid for your Vitamix that isn't Vitamix brand, but a generic brand that fits. So anything that didn't come with the original product. If you have been seeing the acronym OEM parts on listings, now you know what that means. Okay, another successful episode in the books. Next week, my guest is Melissa in Texas, who juggles a full-time job, family, and reselling business. She has some great tips for finding inventory when time is limited. Like many of you listening, she is setting up an eBay business for when she transitions to retirement in a few years. Thanks again for tuning into my podcast, and I hope everyone has a profitable and productive week on eBay. Talk to you next time.
Bye, everybody.